This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today's, I shocked you guys, didn't I? I know, I was still looking at the computer screen. <laughs> Today is Monday, March 5th. This is episode 197. Three away from 200. Ooh. Whoopah! Send us in your shit, peoples! Yeah, like don't, not literal shit. Yeah, like don't we don't want brown shit. bags of shit. No, yeah. We That'd also, be bad. We don't want shit of any kind. We want good things. Good things. Send us in your good things, people. Your good <laughs> thoughts and feels for the 200th episode. Yeah. And we'll play it on the show. It'll be awesome. Uh, that's, that's a little bit of housekeeping. The other bit of housekeeping is I wanted to let you all know about the Atheists of Utah Casino Night, which is coming up on Saturday, March 24th. For those of you who are in the area, you can join us to play craps and roulette and poker. And, and it's legal. Blackjack. Yeah. And it's a fundraiser for Atheists of Utah. Should be a whole lot of fun. We have a professional chef preparing some lovely hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres? Some hors d'oeuvres. Oh. Dave Bible's going to be doing that for us. I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't, I haven't sampled any of, da- any of Dave's cooking yet, so that'll be interesting and so fun. you don't even know if it's good or not. I'm sure it is. He's an award-winning, uh, critically acclaimed chef. What if his locally. award is like an Oscar or something? Yeah. <laughs> and I've got Photoshop. He won a spelling bee in yeah. grade school. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's really good, apparently. I just have yet to sample any of his wares. But I'm really looking forward Why'd to it. Why'd you want to eat his underwear? <laughs> uh, but it's on Saturday, March 24th from 7.30 to 11.30. Should be a whole lot of fun. I will be there. The rest of the board will be there. Tons of members. And we've got, we're going to have a wine poll and raffle for fabulous prizes and a drawing. It'll be fantastic. You all should go out to atheistsofutah.org and look for the ticket purchasing link to purchase tickets to that. And then you should go and be there and see me and come and visit and just have a good time. Should be a lot of fun. Make a wish on his beard. Yeah. Well, we're doing this instead of in years past, we've done like fancy galas. Yeah. And I don't know, it's, there's a lot, a lot of work and planning that goes into those. Not that there wasn't a lot of work and planning that went into this. But it's less, and it's less expensive for people who don't want to have to rent a tux or buy a dress, or if you just don't want to dress up all that fancy and have to go somewhere. So this should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Raise funds for atheists of Utah, your local secular advocates here in the state of the Beehive. Mm-hmm. I'm Dan Ellis. I'm Ryan Duffy. I'm here. <laughs> I hear. Nice, I- to, nice to meet you here. Yeah. Every Thanks week. for having me. Nice to meet you here every week here. Uh, what have you guys been doing over the last week? I've been boring. You've been boring? What have Just you been boring? Just a well? Yeah. It's boring into the center of the earth. Trying to get to Canada. Finding the hollow center? Yeah. Wait, to Canada? Yeah, From here? Was... From boring from here? Oh, yeah. 
It's kind of a, it's like a, it looks like a noodle. Like a macaroni shape borehole. <laughs> looks like a noodle. Yeah. Any kind of noodle. Like macaroni. A macaroni noodle. Yeah. Mm. Figure when Trump fucked everything up, I got my hole to Canada. <laughs> my hole to Canada. Yeah, got my in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've sold your house, so you're packing up and yeah. doing all that kind of stuff. Paperwork, getting all the loan stuff. Did you hear? I didn't ask you before, show. Did you hear if you can move into the I new place? I can. And, cool. So, yeah, that's all. It's all crazy, fucky right now because I go to work for like eight days, but I have to close while I'm at work for eight days because the other people that are buying my house wanted to push the closing date back. And I have to close on my house, then close on the new house all on the same day because of the VA loan. So basically, I'm going to move my shit into that house before nice. it's mine. Nice. Well, it's good that you know the guy that you're buying yeah, it from and yeah. can do that so you don't have to find temporary storage for all of your shit before you move it over. Well, Sarah would need a place to live as well. It's true. <laughs> yes. Yes. And and so would so would the Super Bowl uh, dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm, I'm glad that's working out for you. Yeah. And you, sir? Um, I mean, I do have some prepared thoughts, but <laughs> I don't know how. I don't. I don't know <laughs> just, if just this do should it. keep going. I yes. Just okay. do it. Yes. Well, so first of all, before I get into that, mm-hmm. I have one positive note. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> I was trying to be positive. No, but I listened. I'm all caught up on the two skeptical chaps. Ah. ah. Um, surprisingly, a little too correct in the la- like four episodes <laughs> they they had since the first of the year or whatever. I um, I did hear mention of Duck Dynasty and my name. Yes, there was that, and yeah. I I heard that, and I told Danielle, I'm like, Dan is not gonna like that. <laughs> Um, I was like, God damn it! Don't if you're gonna compare my long beard to anything, ZZ Top, have it be ZZ Top, not fucking Duck Dynasty. That bothers me so much. Oh, well, I look like I belong on Duck Dynasty. No, that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, it's not. They're famously racist. You don't like their ideals? Because fuck those guys. Yeah. Well, guess what the the skeptical chaps like to do? What do they like? To Whatever do? bothers you the most. So. <laughs> Uh, I found that out. Trying try to get under my skin. However, um, aside from the various football slash Super Bowl things that they talked about incorrectly, which I don't need, <laughs> I don't need to go into correcting all of that stuff. But. And they're foreigners. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. They they actually did a, Dan did a decent job at it. Yeah. Um, so that's that's fine. But uh oh, <laughs> he did say at one point something about trying to you know and. Attempting to raz me about if Matt ever comes back on the show or whatever, talking about the end of last year. Um, excuse me, how many fucking episodes have you just not put out because you've been scuba diving? We got a replacement, still put out the episodes while I was at the hospital with my two day old in emergency surgery. Is that okay? Is that an okay reason to not be at the show? An episode still went out. We weren't fucking around with fish. I figured it was all right. We we had we had the wonderful Grant sit in for most <laughs> yeah. of those episodes. Yeah. yeah. Uh anyway, so that was the only thing. I just thought, man, why why would you take a dig on that on that particular <laughs> thing? Um plus we've been doing the show for four years. Uh-huh. So Yeah. Coming um, up on year number five. Holy fuck. But that isn't uh that isn't my weekly thing. Yeah. Oh. That was but but it could be. 
That's fine. If no, I want to hear your weekly thing. What the, what did work do? Yeah, well, there's a work one, or <laughs> or there's just a general fast food one. Well, maybe we. Why not both? Well, I'll do the fast food one real quick because okay. <laughs> I'm not going to get into the way other people order, which drives me fucking crazy. But the way other people order, well, just like just like when you get those those fucking redneck assholes that just stomp up to the counter, don't even acknowledge there's a human being behind there. Give me a ten. Oh yeah big size it or whatever like fuck off but so there's a certain amount of information that the cashier is going to require of the customer Mm -hmm. to fulfill the order Mm. i try to lump that all into one statement right saying hi how are you um can i get a medium number three to go please uh number three what size (laughs) medium a medium to stay or to go (laughs) fuck that gave you of all shit. of this information yeah, up front. There's a reason why. Yeah, I know. Um, but the work thing was the group, the group messaging, which is intra office. Mm-hmm. And whoever you select to be on that list is on the list. So like you could, she just, this person just selects our entire team, like for a group lunch, say, and mm-hmm. then, sh- and then everyone will be notified. Hey, we're, you know, we're thinking about ordering pizza. Let me know if you want in. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I can see all the people responding. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Blah, blah, whatever. Fine. That's fine. So like an hour later, I'll get a personal fucking message from her. Do you want to do pizza today? Did I respond to your fucking message? <laughs> Is there a message from me? No. <laughs> then I guess you have your fucking answer. <laughs> why, why does she have to do that? Single me out. I don't know if she does that to everybody, but I doubt it. No, because everybody else said yes, so they'll have pizza with work. No, but they, they, but they no. don't. A lot of people, yeah. you know, maybe maybe a quarter or as many as half will do it, but and the rest won't. They'll desperately want to be your friend, Matt. They know you've got a good heart inside. Well, I desperately want to <laughs> strangle them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do a whole lot over the last week. I did finish up my lighting project. Nice. Which is nice. I was able to put away... All my tools and the garbage that I had strewn about the house. And I actually vacuumed the carpeting under where all of the switches were. The carpeting underwear? And shit mm-hmm. and, and stuff falling out of the empty light switch box. So I got that all cleaned up today. Created all the scenes. It's all super cool. I'm totally digging it. Uh, went and saw Sound of Music last night. Yeah. Tracy and I took our mothers. How did it sound? Wait, what do you mean? Uh, we went to the Eccles Center and saw the live play for oh, The Sound oh, of Music. Yeah. Didn't know that was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It was a lot of fun. Christopher I've, Plummer starring? I've, no. <laughs> no. No, but I've I've always really, really liked The Sound of Music. I'm not a big musical fan, but that one has always... That, Fiddler on the Roof, and Popeye are like the three musicals that I really like a lot. So what if we, instead of Duck Dynasty, what if we called you the Fiddler on the Roof? That'd be fine. That'd be good. Do you fiddle? Yeah. While I work? Yeah. Not always. Uh, Makes it hard to type. You got a fiddle stick? No. Uh. No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's move on to some other stuff. Yay. Hi, this is David Silverman, president of American Atheists. Join us at www.atheists.org, and you are listening to The Godless Revolution. You know what I was singing about today? I was thinking about those street gangs they have down in Los Angeles, those Crips and those Bloods. And I was thinking about that bunch of new laws I came up with. 
in the 1980s, I think it was, to combat those street gangs, those Crips and those Bloods. And if I remember rightly, the gist of what those new laws were saying was, if you join one of these gangs and you're running with them, and down the block one night, unbeknownst to you, one of your fellow Crips or your fellow Bloods shoot up a place or stab a guy, well then, even though you may not know nothing about it. And even though you may have just been standing on a street corner minding your own business, what these new laws said was, you're still culpable. You're still culpable by the very act of having joined those Crips and those Bloods in the first place. Which got me thinking, Father, that whole type of situation is kind of like you church boys, ain't it? You got your colors. You got your clubhouse. You're, for want of a better word, a gang. And if you're upstairs smoking a pipe and reading your Bible while one of your fellow gang members is downstairs fucking an altar boy, well, father, just like those Crips and just like those Bloods, you're culpable because you joined the gang, man. I don't care if you never did shit and you never saw shit and you never heard shit. You joined the gang. You're culpable. And when a person is culpable to alter boy fucking or any kind of boy fucking, because I know you guys didn't really narrow that down, then you kind of forfeit the right to come into my house and say anything about me or my life or my daughter or my billboards. So why don't you just finish up your tea there, Father, and get the fuck out of my kitchen. Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now. Well, we've talked about guns a lot on the show talked about mass shootings, school shootings. And then a friend of mine from across the pond, uh ex family member, it was it's the son of my ex-wife's uncle so <laughs> sent me sent me a link to a video from from Ms. Betty Bowers. Okay, yeah. America's best Christian. I like her. She's funny. Yeah. But it alerted me to this Florida lawmaker. Uh, what is her name? Would we Kelly, call her a lawmaker? Kelly Stargill or Stargill? I don't think she's really making laws. Well, she's making a lot of fucking noise that isn't yeah. doing a goddamn thing. Uh, we've got some audio to play from her in just a moment, but this story comes to us from The Hill. Uh, it says a Florida state senator said the only thing that is going to stop the evil behind mass shootings is to send thoughts and prayers. No. And we see that all the time, right? There's a there's a mass shooting. Everybody's like, oh, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Our thoughts and prayers are with the victims. Our thoughts and prayers are with the surviving family members or the survivors or the people that were injured. Thoughts and prayers, thoughts yeah. and prayers, because that'll solve everything. And that's where it gets left. And, of course, after I don't know how many fucking shootings we've had, people are finally like, you know what? Thoughts and prayers aren't doing a goddamn thing yeah. to fix it. It's just getting worse. They're happening more often. They're more deadly. And so thoughts and prayers don't do a fucking thing. That's what, that's what you say when you're not going to actually do anything to fix the problem. It's your own mental masturbation. Yeah. It makes you feel better about what's going on. Yeah. Well, I'm doing something. I'm giving my thoughts and prayers. So uh, the story continues and says that during a debate on a proposed assault weapons ban in the Florida legislature on Saturday, State Senator Kelly Stark... Kelly Stargill or Stargill. Kelly S. A Republican, of course, said she finds it offensive when people tell her that the tell her that the kind words are not enough to stop mass shootings. 
Are they, are they enough? Have they ever been enough? Have we been saying thoughts and prayers for years and still having shootings? Clearly it's not enough. Yeah. And they're still happening. Yeah. I need empirical evidence that thoughts and prayers have ever done anything. That'd be a good, that'd be a good start. If you could show me the thoughts and prayers actually did fucking anything, but then I'd be there with you. They care about feels. Remember? Mm, right. Right. Fuck it makes your me feels. Fe- it makes me feel better as a person. Yeah. Yeah, it's not my kids getting shot, and I feel like I'm doing something and still get to take money from the NRA. So that's my that's the position I'm settling on. Yeah. Uh, she says, it's not the weapon that matters, but rather, quote, <laughs> the evil from within. Okay, so a stick, a slingshot, that's going to be the same as a bazooka? Because <laughs> weapons don't matter. They're all the same, right? Yeah. Well, if you put a grenade in a slingshot, it's probably just as effective. More effective yeah. than a little rock or something, yeah, I yeah, would imagine. Yeah. Sure. But hey, we made it illegal for you to own hand grenades. And you also undermined so. my point completely <laughs> by adding the grenade to the slingshot. <laughs> well, let's listen to our audio and then we'll read a bit more through this. A bit more through the story. <laughs> it's, okay. It's puberty time. Yeah. But I wanted to stress that this is not political. Uh, if I thought for one moment that if- You're a politician okay. standing up in your fucking- legislator position in your political speech and she's gonna she's gonna make up and she's gonna take and enunciate a position on a political issue Mm -hmm. yes but it's not political does she have to say that because she's mentioning prayers in the building or something or what (laughs) i don't know i don't think that would stop her didn't no of course it didn't stop our governor we'll we'll talk we'll talk about a story from utah state governor gary herbert in a little bit also herbie has me kind of fired up If I thought for one moment that if we banned assault weapons, then all of these tragedies would end, you would have me, I would be with you. Bullshit. We know that it would stop them. Yep. But are we going to ban fertilizer, which is what they used in the Oklahoma bombing? They have banned it. We banned it. Yeah. You can't fucking just go and buy fertilizer or diesel fuel anymore. That's why we don't have building bombings anymore. Yep. Banned. Are we going to ban pressure cookers, which is what they used in... The Boston Massacre. No, well, we haven't banned pressure cookers. No, because that's okay, a- she got us on that one. Yeah, good uh, point, lady. But if if they were being used every month or every week or every day, we'd probably think about it. Yeah. Are we going to ban the multiple handguns that were used in other assaults? Are we? Yeah. Why not? I mean, I, I've said for years that yes, all of that. But sure. Yeah. But that no nobody else is really talking about doing that. She's. She's just offering false equivalence yeah. after false equivalence. She's so. riding her straw man down the slippery slope at this point. <laughs> Going to ban the solid of shotguns is what was used in college. Yeah. Yeah. Those they, are banned. Uh, uh, they are banned. Um, they are incredibly illegal to make. And if you get caught with one, it's a federal fucking offense. Mm-hmm. Columbine. It's not the weapon. Then, well. So we've already demonstrated she doesn't know fuck all about what she's talking about. Because she, are we going to ban this? Yeah, it's, it's actually already, already that's, banned. Actually, that's, that's immediately what they, what they did after the Oklahoma City bombing. Right. Um, they made it so you have to have a permit and a license to even acquire the uh, stuff anymore. Right. And saying that the and saying that the weapon doesn't matter, then why are they all using AR-15s? And if, if, if it weapon- doesn't matter, then why are they all picking the one that does the most damage in the least amount of time? 
Yeah. And if right, the well, weapon... how come we don't have any mass stabbings? Because <laughs> they can get AR-15s. The weapons matter. Well, there was a mass stabbing actually earlier this week or late last week. Was it the one in China that was from five years ago they keep putting out again? No, this was here in the United States. Oh. Uh, I'll have to look it up. I'll, I'll have to look up the story and we'll talk about it a bit later. But there was a kid who, yeah, went to school with, I think he had, he was double fisting it, oh, stabbing okay. oh, really? with, with two knives. And 15 dead in 10 minutes? Nobody dead. Okay. There were like 20 injuries, but yeah. nobody dead. Nobody <laughs> dead. But and also, weapons don't matter though. The reason why they might pick AR 15s, because you can pick an AR 15 up for as cheap as 600 bucks, 800 bucks. Mm. Uh, and you can pick up a cheap pistol for like 400 bucks. So for just a couple hundred more dollars, you can get a gun that is way more powerful. So why get a small pistol when you can go to the store and buy something twice the size for just a couple hundred bucks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if, you're, if your goal is to go into a into, is yeah. to go somewhere and kill as many yeah. people as possible. Well, and the thing is, is most of these shooters have multiple weapons. Yeah. The one they usually take with them to actually go commit the crime is the AR-15. Yeah. Or an AK or an SKS. It's not the weapon. It's the evil from within. Oh, well, and that's, unfortunately, that's Senator such Stewart a helpful said, statement. And it's, it's such fucking bullshit. This religion poisons fucking everything. You can't have a rational discussion with somebody who believes in talking snakes, talking donkeys, talking burning bushes, some invisible fucking sky wizard who's yeah. going to come and save the day for everybody. You can't have a rational discussion with people like that. Right. And to, to, say, to say that the problem isn't physical, it's evil. It's this, it's this nebulous idea mm-hmm. that... Oh, well, they're on the wrong side of the, of the storybook that we believe in. Mm-hmm. And how, what, 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 how does that advance the conversation? It's their ultimate to just say, Oh, well, they're evil. Yeah. And so, okay, well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to put them in that category, then sure. I guess if you want to shoot prayers at them, that's about all you can do from <laughs> here. But that's, it's framing the problem totally incorrectly. Unfortunately, Senator Stewart said at the very beginning of her debate, when we say thoughts and prayers, it's frowned upon. And I take real offense at that. Sounds like somebody needs a safe space. Mm, Snowflake. She's so offended that somebody's saying the thoughts and prayers don't work. Bullshit. At that, because thoughts and prayers are really the only thing that's going to stop the evil from within the individual who is taking up their arms to do this kind of a massacre. The only thing? So why don't yeah, you leave fucking office? Stop what about yeah. the good guy with a gun? Was it, isn't a good oh, guy with a gun going to stop somebody? Thought, yeah. Also, she said, the person who's taking up arms to commit a massacre like this. Mm-hmm. Okay. That might be a pivotal part. <laughs> the taking up arms thing. Yeah. That might be a pivotal part of this whole thing. And that somehow- and You want to ignore that- and shoot them with prayers. Yeah, and and that somehow thoughts and prayers would stop them when it hasn't fucking worked at all no. so far. Has it? I mean, ha, yeah. Has it? I mean, how many how many mass shootings have we had where at the end of it everybody's offering their thoughts and prayers, and then we have another one the next week, and the week after that, and the week after that, and the week after that. Which yeah, which brings into question the whole idea of free will, which they're so keen on too. Oh, I mean, yeah, do, sure. do do you have the right to oh, to to just com- completely stop the free will of an evil person? And what kind of fucking stupid god just sits on his ass? An, an all-knowing god who has a plan in place, who has the power to stop a shooting but doesn't. He's just he's just sitting on his fucking thumb, shoved way 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 up his ass, 
waiting for somebody to get through to they just haven't asked they haven't offered their thoughts and prayers so i guess i'll just sit this one out and let you know little timmy walk into school and murder as many people as he can right well but he knows little timmy's gonna walk into the school and kill people he's the one who decided it was gonna happen in the first place yeah it's all part of his plan right and so who the fuck are these people to say well we're gonna we're gonna let god know that he's wrong his plan is fucked up and we're gonna offer these intercessory prayers to get that all to change yeah Yeah, making god change his mind is the only thing that's gonna work that's what she's saying yeah would God be able to change his mind? No. Well, no. He, he, I mean, he's all powerful, right? He should be able to, but he's already set a plan in place. Yeah, yeah he but he's already everything. omniscient. Yeah. So, no. So, I will continue to do the thoughts and prayers. Oh, good. You're going to continue doing fucking nothing. Why are you Hey, serving? hey, hey. That's offensive, Dan. <laughs> I take offense at that. Why is she a fucking politician? Why did she go into politics at all if that's what she thinks yeah, the Yeah, go be is? a pastor. Sit at home yeah. and do that shit. Do it somewhere else. You are, you are taking money out of people's pockets to help them and their lives improve and you're doing you're doing nothing but offering thoughts and prayers yeah. what the fuck are you there for she just needs to lay in bed eat her bonbons and do her thoughts and prayers she's a glorified pasture <laughs> a naughty pasture <laughs> but in addition to that i'm also going to do a comprehensive plan whoa oh, wait what wait why yeah, oh, hold on here wait, this back is what beep 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 <laughs> did we pull a 180 I, I apparently because she was just hoping to slip that in there because nobody I would mean, notice. If nothing besides thoughts and prayers can do anything, that's the only then, thing. Then, then yeah. why is she bothering to and do if, anything else? And if that's what she was going to continue to do, yeah, well, this isn't that. Yeah, she's going to keep doing it. So, yeah, what, what do you, what the fuck do you need a plan? So for? now she's just going to waste everybody's time times two. Yep. Plan. Oh. Senator Galvano has spent hours and days, weeks, actually working on. Wait, so it's her plan. No, or, it's, or it's, uh, it's that other senator that spent weeks on it. Yeah. Somebody else's plan. While this lady is sat by and offered thoughts and yeah. prayers, somebody else has been working on a solution apparently. That she's taking credit for. Yeah. And 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 what kind of a plan could this possibly be since weapons aren't going to be a problem? That's not going to be part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with weapons. Um what the fuck else could there be? I guess we'll find out. More uh, weapons? But I mean more apparently prayers. thoughts and prayers really aren't all that needs to happen. Cheetos. <laughs> Actually working on. We're going to look at the weapons. Oh, which good. To a level of comfort past me, but I'm willing to move to a degree to say, you've got to be 21 before you can have it to make sure that person has. Oh, so it's not just thoughts and prayers, but it's also keeping dangerous weapons out of the hands of fucking people who don't know what they're doing with them and shouldn't have them huh. in the first place. Huh. I want, uh, it's interesting. Weird. That's, that's, it's, it's that same old thing here. Take, you know, you, if you have a headache, take two aspirin and pray and it'll be gone by the morning. <laughs> be 21 before you can have it to make sure that person has a little more maturity in their life. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's a great idea, lady. Fuck. That's what people are telling you. As Thoughts ma- and prayers aren't enough. As mature as you are at 40. Yeah. I mean, because this is why I just say all out ban because fucking duck dynasty. That's why. <laughs> Looking to the individual and their mental health to make sure that we're trying to make sure this individual is someone who we've done everything we can in our power to try and catch them early. Nope, 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 nope. Mm-hmm. That's not what they do either. They mm-hmm. fucking Trump allows people to purchase weapons 
if they have uh, mental health issues yeah. much more easily now than they were under Obama. Yep. He just he just signed his Executive little name. Executive order, yep. yeah. Signed his little name on a well, big name because he makes all these yeah. swooping, Loops. loopy things. But yeah, it's it's not just thoughts and prayers. It's not that you're going to try to keep them out of the hands of people who are dangerous or potentially dangerous because the president's fucking with that. When you just did that, I thought in my head of Trump going, Melania, how many loops are in my name again? <laughs> <laughs> Melania, how many? How many? Oh, it's 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 the most loops ever. How many? It's the, show it's the me the biggest in, number of loops in the world. Show me in fingers. I don't I don't know my numbers yet. <laughs> <laughs> to try to change the trajectory of their life when they've come from a broken home or whatever Fuck situation. Fuck you. Broken <sighs> homes. Well, if only the. These children could have both a mommy and a daddy. Yeah, none of that gay shit. You know, not that we forced their single mother to have them. You know, they, 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 the mother could have gotten rid of this unwanted pregnancy. But no, we forced her through, through yeah, enacting yeah, all yeah. of these regulations around abortion that she had to have this child. And now it's in a broken home through a system that we've helped create. And now we need to fix that. And now, and, and, and now we're, and now we're going to unfairly say that that's the cause of, uh, people who commit mass shootings. Right. Is that I, I'm pretty sure Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold both had both parents at home. I, I think, think they yeah. both did. Yeah, I think so. That they've had to help them not have the desire to do these kinds of acts. We're going to look at law enforcement for the ones that we've missed, who've still got to that point, who want to do these things to harden our schools. Ah, uh, to turn our schools into mean? prisons. That's Wayne LaPierre fucking talking yeah. right there. Wayne LaPierre trotted out that whole thing and we need to harden our schools. And then Dana Lesh started saying it. Then the president started saying it. Now this fucking asshole is saying it. <laughs> More guns. We haven't hardened the school God. enough to have yeah. armed people there to just as the very last resort stop them. So this is a comprehensive plan. It's not just the weapon. It is all of it. It's comprehensive. Well, <sighs> it's comprehensive it's, because in addition to the weapons, we're still going to offer thoughts and prayers. Yeah. But in my opinion, the one thing that will actually change this the most is the one thing that has become fighting words, which is to say thoughts and prayers. If you really thought that was the solution, then like I said, why the yeah. fuck are you yeah. a politician? Yeah, stop fucking pretending to stick up for the guy, right, that you pray to, because you just you just came up with a terrible fucking plan, but it's an actual yeah. plan nonetheless, a physical thing that politicians are going to be doing, working on. You actually did that alongside the thoughts and prayers. So stop trying to get brownie points by staying your, his little fucking cheerleader and saying you're not going to stop saying thoughts and prayers. Fine. Say thoughts and prayers. The objection we have is to only doing that. Right. I think that's but, where that video ends too, but. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, that's the, the, that is the sum total of, of what they need to yeah. do to correct the issue, right? Is all they need to do is offer thoughts and prayers. And she says that and then says, oh, and we're also going to do this and this and this right. and this and this. Right. Why the fuck are you doing those other things yeah. if thoughts and prayers are really the only thing that will provide a solution to it? And how, do, and how does nobody else in this whole meeting notice that? You know? Well, they just let her talk. They're all religious. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, it, who does she think she's slipping this by? Her constituents, who are also very religious and love their thoughts and prayers. No, but I mean, it's like, if you have a teenager, try telling them, okay, oh. 
you can go hang out with your friends, but the first thing, I mean, the only thing you have to do is clean up your room and then clean the bathroom and then clean the living room and then clean. They're going to say, wait, that's not, that's not the, what the word only means. <laughs> They're going to be able to determine that that's, that's been used incorrectly. So how does this get by? I don't know. Then also with the whole, the whole 21 thing, have you seen the meme that's been going around? That's the Republican meme for it. The Republican meme for 21? For, for not being able to buy a gun until you're 21 years old. Oh, no. It says, well, these... So it shows uh, a normal-looking teen holding, like, a shotgun, mm-hmm. and then it shows uh, military personnel. Mm-hmm. It said, well, this person can't have a gun, but apparently we find that these teenagers, these 18-year-olds are responsible enough to have a gun. And I'm like, well, it's different, so... The ones with constant supervision? Well, uh, not just that, but I'm like, okay, if we want to take it that way, we'll say, yeah, those 18-year-olds are allowed to fire a gun. Um, if you want to live by the same rules, let's do it. You have to go through training for that, intense training. You have to pass tests before you can even go do that training. And then once you've completed that training, you got all your weapons qualifications done. You have you, to use toys before you'll actually yeah, get to use yeah. a real fucking gun. Uh, and then you have to recertify every six months on those weapons. Oh, and your weapon has to stay in an armory. The ammunition has to stay in an armory. And if you have any private weapons, like military personnel are allowed to have, those weapons also must stay in the armory. You're not allowed to carry a weapon around base unless you're an actual person that's allowed to carry like a like cop, military police like yeah. military police on a military installation so you don't get to carry a gun you're not allowed to conceal carry either um you so can't like, conceal carry on oh a military no installation? you're not allowed to conceal you're not even allowed to carry a weapon onto a military installation that's mm. big fucking fuck you in the ass federal prison time for that shit i know several people who would end up in federal oh fuck yeah you in the ass prison oh yeah for that. huh mm. like i the, didn't know that yeah i didn't know oh, that yeah. you couldn't conceal no. carry. you're supposed to if you have a weapon if, so the only way that I know that you're allowed to conceal carry a weapon onto a military installation is that if you have some sort of, like, like, like if you're having a, like a domestic issue where you have a restraining oral, order filed against somebody mm. and they keep showing up and like threatening you and you're like, hey, I want to carry my concealed carry on me because this person keeps threatening my life. It has to go through the base, has to even fucking approve that. Like mm. if they say, hey, I'm afraid to go from the base to my house because someone keeps fucking with me. Mm. And you can get a permission to carry for a certain amount of time, so that way you can leave the base with it. But when you come on base, you have to put it in the fucking armory. So military bases are safe spaces, gun-free yeah, zones. Yeah, gun-free zones. Basically. Military bases are gun-free zones. They're soft targets where mm-hmm. any madman with a gun could just go in and wreak havoc. Which is why when the guy shot up the base in text, everybody's like, well, why were, were all the military personnel with their guns? I'm like, you don't just have a gun. Yeah. You don't carry a gun around with you in the military. That you have to keep them in the armory. You don't. It's unless you're in the Middle East, you're not carrying a fucking gun. Hmm. And when you're doing military training, most times you're shooting blanks. I'm shooting blanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got fixed years and years and years ago, <laughs> dude. There's there's a vast difference between what he's talking yeah. about and you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Two yeah. vast differences. I'm talking about where you put a red tip on the gun. <laughs> This is Dr. Dan, Matt's boss from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening to The Godless Revolution. Oh shit, did I say rev- I mean revolution. Bloody Americans fucking up the language. You can edit that, right Spike? Something's different about you, Peter. Your vibrations are very different. What's up? I don't know. I did kind of get into it last night. 
a little hungover. I actually, I had sex last night. Peter Mosseltoff, that's outstanding. Making love is making love. There's more of it now for us today to share. Well, yeah, I kind of thought maybe it was one thing. And it's just a casual, it was just casual. She made that a, abundantly clear. Hey, man, to hell with the labels. There was a transference of energy. Your horn blew and it was heard, my friend. How was it? It's my first time using a condom. So that, it was a little weird. Sure, yeah, au natural is preferred, but. She had them right there in a basket, like for fruit or keys. Just dozens of free condoms, like a clinic. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. Speaking of lawmakers doing fucked up shit. Segway! (laughs) We've got Jason Chaffetz, a Republican from Utah, though he's no longer serving in legislature anymore. He's just a Fox News talking head or talking squirrel or chipmunk or... Yeah, squirrel or chipmunk would be good. Chipmunk probably better for Chaffetz. Than a squirrel. Chaffetz the chipmunk. They never gave him the money he wanted, did they? Who? Chaffetz. Did Chaffetz give Chaffetz the money Chaffetz wanted? No, Chaffetz, when he was leaving office, asked for like a $2,000 a month stipend from the state so he could pay his fucking mortgage. (laughs) I think they probably just laughed at him and patted him on the head and said, no, 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 goodbye. That's what I thought. I'm like, no, you're leaving office. You don't get paid anymore and you don't get to ask the state to sit for fucking mortgage money uh, these, anymore. Yeah. These fucking people don't, they don't understand how any of this works. They've never taken an ethics class or paid attention. They just think everything's free for them and then they get to shit on people and tell them, tell people that they want stuff for free yeah. and they don't get to have it. It's like the NRA was paying me 2000 a month. I need that money. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently Jason Chaffetz was also a big fan of Billy Graham who will be laying in state. Or he was. Is he still laying in? I've been trying to not pay a whole lot of attention Uh, to it because it really made me angry. Yeah. That this fucking bigot was granted the honor of laying in state. But uh, Jason Chaffetz said that he thinks the survivors of the Florida high school shooting who returned to school Wednesday need a belief in God and Jesus Christ. Noting that he thinks it would help and that the survivors need something more. He said this while being interviewed during a. Uh, during press coverage of Billy Graham laying in state. If if that something more was Satan, would he still be happy? No, probably not. That's Uh not something more, that's something less. When did it come out that- You're subtracting, then you're not adding. According to who? According to him, I'm sure. Well, according to him, but to some people, it's adding. I think it's adding, Yeah, for sure. Adding a whole lot more than belief in Jesus fucking Christ. When did it come out that the survivors were non-believers? Ooh. That's a very good point. Well, they are acting very liberal. <laughs> Fair. They're, they're not doing what our God, the NRA, is telling us that yeah. we have to do. Yeah, right, right. That's got to be some kind of weird decodering something, right? The NRA equals God. <laughs> we, should, we could probably find what? decoded messages from the Illuminati uh, what was... using that as a, as a base template for cracking the code. What was the name of that... that, that... We want our life-extending technologies. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name of the the the, the chocolate milk mix from uh, a Christmas story. 
Ovaltine. Ovaltine, the Ovaltine where you got the yeah. the, the ring. The Ovaltine that, that just said ring, yeah. drink more Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> where you got the ring? Ah, nuts. <laughs> Let's hear what he has to say. The Morris is with us, so too is Congressman Jason Chaffetz, the former congressman, I should say. And well, yes, what former. Does it mean, Get it right, Jason, for these members to take to put a pause on their day and their daily business to reflect on this life. Uh, I'm proud of the speaker and the majority leader and everybody who supported this uh, to make this happen. Uh, Reverend Graham, it just impacted millions of lives. Yeah, millions of them fucking negatively, too. Yeah. Nobody seems to give a shit about that. Nope. We need more good news, more good message, more of the good word reaching out to America. I think of those kids who went back to school today, you know, after that horrific shooting and and they need something more. They need a, a belief in, in God and in, in Jesus Christ. I, I, I like how we, how we had to take one thing that was totally on a totally different subject and has to tie it right back into the gun issue, basically. Yeah, well, and he's got to he's got to drag God kicking kicking and screaming yeah. into all of this. They need God, not less guns. Mm-hmm. I think that would help, and uh, this is a historic moment. He really is very rodenty. Oh yeah, for sure. And he's just always been a worthless piece of shit. Like he left the legislature because nobody liked him. And he, well, he was going to spend also, more time with his family. He also had a, he also had a lot of of financial scandal stuff brewing mm-hmm. about yeah. uh, write-offs and stuff that were uh, not uh, exactly. But he was the hardest working man in all of the legislature. He had a cot in his office and he would just sleep there because right. he was doing the work of the people. And it, the hooker knew the address there too. <laughs> right. But yeah, so fuck Jason Chaffetz. Uh, from Jason Chaffetz, I want to move on to something that another Utah politician has done very mm. recently that that has irked me yeah irked irked me uh made me very unhappy Uh, a friend of mine tagged me in a post from utah's governor gary herbert where governor herbert sent out on state letterhead yep using public funds yep a letter to quote unquote religious leaders in the community here in Utah. His post on Facebook has a caption for the picture of the letter that he sent. The caption says, much of the Wasatch Front is experiencing a winter storm or or is expecting a winter storm to roll in this evening, hopefully delivering much needed precipitation. This was on March 2nd, which was what, Wednesday, Thursday? So normally when a storm comes in, that's exactly what it does. Yeah, it's uh, a storm it, brings storm weather, weather, which is stormy weather in this state, either snow or rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it continues and says it has been an unusually dry winter and our snowpack dangerously low with some snowpack totals as low as 41 percent. It's because you fucking conservatives won't invest in in counter climate change measures. Y'all climate change doesn't exist, Matt. No. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. You silly rabbit. It's just a consequence of people becoming less and less godly all the time. Yeah. God isn't blessing us with his snow. Well, what a fucking prick. (laughs) Shove more God in your holes. (laughs) Uh, It says, this week I issued a letter to interfaith leaders in our state calling for a collective prayer of thanksgiving and a special prayer that the elements be tempered on our behalf. 
this weekend. I hope that you will join me in praying that the storm passing through the northern part of our state will bring snow to our mountains and that storm systems will soon arrive in the central and southern portions of our state. So I find it convenient that he asked them to pray when the right largest before a storm the, right before the in. largest winter storm we have heading yeah. towards us is coming here. Yeah. Like if he would have done this in December when it was 60, they yeah. like, hey, Herbie, um, yeah, it's 60 degrees out and we're not getting any snow. Maybe we need to get on those thoughts and maybe prayers. We, yeah, maybe we need to get snow. on those. Yeah, why did he yeah. wait until right when a storm front was yeah. about to hit? Yeah, well, and so there were all kinds of winter storm warnings and watches in effect, right? I was getting notifications yeah. on my phone with red text mm-hmm. and a little little caution arrow and an exclamation point, winter storm warning, read the text, and it's that we're expecting three to eight inches with locally higher locally higher amounts in the valleys and on the benches. And that was all supposed to happen on Friday. I wished it would have happened on Friday. And he releases this information ahead of ahead of that. Yeah. Because he had seen the winter winter storm warnings, says, "Oh, well, we need to have all of these interfaith leaders encourage their parishioners and congregants to supplicate themselves and and start praying to their invisible sky daddy to make more snow, more rain, put it in the mountains, give us more snowpack, make it be a bitter a bigger better storm, and the storm weakened." Yeah, it wasn't very No snow big. on Friday. None at nope. all. This is a little windy. Yeah, it was, it was really windy where I was. I guess the power was out and up in my area for a mm-hmm. while. Yeah. So the, the power goes out. It's windy. No snow. No snow. Saturday, supposed to snow all day long. Nothing. No. Nothing, nothing, nothing until late in the evening. We finally get some snow and it, and it put down. Here at my house, we got probably six or seven inches. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got that know, out at work, too, where they didn't yeah. plow the first 40 miles of roads for me to drive home on. <laughs> it took me three and a half <laughs> hours. It took me three and a half hours to get home Sunday morning. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, it, it rolls in late Saturday, stops Sunday, and has warmed up enough that I didn't even, like I, like I said, we had probably six or seven inches outside. Yeah. And I didn't even bother with the throwing of snow or shoveling because... Two days later, it's basically all oh, yeah. gone. I, I took the dog to the dog park today. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no snow at all there, and that's right next to the right next to the mountains. Yeah, right here's, at the base. Yeah. Here's the yeah. other thing. I mean, if if these guys really do believe that this is how we get our resources, right? That that this is something that's actually going to help. Mm-hmm. If he if if he really believes that. What a selfish fucking prick. What's going on in South Africa right now? Why aren't you praying for them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a ton of places around the world you should be on your knees all day, every day, if you really believe this. Yeah, and places that have it so much worse Un- than we have Until it right now. it's fixed, yeah. Yeah. don't get the fuck up. You yeah. don't do anything else until you fix this then. If yeah. you have this power. Yeah, if you think that this is what it's the, if you think this is what it takes to actually fix the problem. Just like with the lady in Idaho, yep. why the fuck are you in office? Yeah. Why the fuck did you choose to run for a political position to be put in office and take money out of the public coffers instead of just sitting in your closet at home or kneeling next to your bed and right. crossing your hands and crossing your arms and knit and 
putting your head down and praying to your invisible sky daddy to fix all of the problems of the world. If you think that's the real solution, then why the fuck do you ever leave your house? Why aren't you doing that all the time? You're just being a selfish prick by not doing that all the time, right? If that's the honest to God, real solution that you believe in, why are you doing anything else? You know, you know what I think happened though? Herbert killed a bunch of people. He killed a bunch of people? Mm-hmm. How so? He prayed so hard it went to the Northeast. And just... Just leveled them let, out yeah. there. Six people dead so far in that storm. Mm-hmm. Well, so God killed them and Herbert's an accomplice. Yeah. <laughs> Herbert asked for it. He just... He, he, he sent the hit order. He sent the hit order, but he sent... It, 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 was, a, it was a late drop. Well, so he makes this post on March 12th, but if, or I'm sorry, on March 2nd, but if you look at the letterhead, it's dated February 22nd. Wow. So he writes held this letter. On, he held on to it until a storm was coming. Yeah, writes this letter, oh, sends it out to everybody. <laughs> <What a> fucking <laughs> sends it scammer. Out, yeah, sends oh. it out to all of these religious leaders, and then he hears that there's a winter storm warning, and he's like, oh, I'm going to get on Facebook and show them all the great work that I've been yeah. doing. That's honestly the first time I noticed that. Yeah. What? February 22nd is when he actually sent the letter out. What the a letter. fucking uh, scammer. The letter says, dear religious leader, I'm writing today to invite you and your faith community to, in, to unite in thanksgiving and prayer during the first week of March 2018. During the bitterly hot, dry and windy summer of 2012, Utah had become a tinderbox. We witnessed heroism from our firefighters across the state. But after... But after all we could physically do, most of the state still remained under red flag warnings. At that time, I reached out to our interfaith community with a request for an extra measure of, proven- of providential help in our battle against the fires. And you responded with prayers in your synagogues, your mosques, your cathedrals, your chapels, and your homes, asking that life and property be protected and that the elements be tempered. Within days of your collective prayers, the rains came, and not just Uh. any rain, but gentle soaking rains. (laughs) Without the winds that would have Uh. exacerbated the fires, the elements had, in fact, been tempered. Jesus. Hmm. Today, our state faces another similar challenge. He's a fucking airbender. (laughs) (laughs) Although we have just received some fresh snow, this year's uncharacteristically warm and dry weather pattern has left the state with about half the snowpack that we might expect in a regular year. Yeah, you might say the climate is changing. Uh Uh-huh. Because the health of our waterways, our wetlands, our agriculture, and our forests in particular depend on abundant snowpack, and because none of us can afford to witness the destruction that comes with wildfire, I am again reaching out to you and your faith communities with an invitation to unite in prayer. As you gather in your places of worship and in your homes during the first week of March, would you please join me in a special prayer? First and foremost, I believe we should thank our Creator for the extraordinary blessings that we enjoy as a state. Like like wildfires and a lack of (laughs) snow and turning into a desert wasteland. But I would also encourage us to pray that the elements be tempered on our behalf. On our behalf. Fuck whatever God's plan is. Yep. I want this to benefit us right now. I yep. want a Noopa Loopa now, Daddy. Mm-hmm. I and, think, and I, also, and also, every all of this whole business about about God is mysterious, and and how dare you question Him? He, he knows greater than us. Uh, clearly not. Clearly, you know greater than He does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
God wants a Mad Max wasteland here, and he wants it now. <laughs> Letter ends with, Thank you for considering this special request, and thank you for all you do to meet the significant spiritual needs of the people of our great state. Apparently we have mm. significant spiritual needs here, <laughs> as opposed we, to anywhere else. Everybody else's spiritual needs are meh. Yeah. This yeah. is a wicked, wicked state. Mm -hmm. Well, we do have really, really high porn consumption here. Yeah, but that's by the Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> Who don't know that they can get, get it for, for free! free. <laughs> Dummies! It won't show up on your credit card statements. <laughs> this is Natalie Newell of Science Moms and the Parenthetical Science Podcast. You are listening to The Godless Revolution. I just can't shake the feeling that I did something wrong. Okay. Like, I, I'm getting away with something. Like, I robbed a bank. Like, I feel like I sinned. Which is weird, because I don't even know if I believe in that. Ooh, sounds to me like you are expanding your mind. I had a conversation. I had too many drinks. I did something I never thought I'd do, and now I feel like a different person. Oh, good. No! That's not good! What part of that is good? I liked who I was. I want to be that guy. You need to lose yourself to find out who you are. That's exciting. It's not exciting to be floating on a blue marble in an infinitely expanding universe. Where's it going? What's on the other side of the expanding? Infinite universe. Fuck! I know. No! Yes. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. And and Matt, you have something sort yeah, of tied to this? I do. It's an old thing that I didn't want to do last week. I will, I'm will. i already a little salty this week, so we'll see how this goes. But okay. I will try to stay calm. Okay. Well, I think that's the uh, theme for this year's Pride Parade and Festival. A little salty? Yeah, I, I think it's it's either get salty or stay salty. One of the huh. two. You know what? Here's the funny thing about that kind of thing, though. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying specifically with the LGBT community. Just generally, mm -hmm. when people have themes that are like, you know, grumpy, angry, salty, whatever, mm. and I show up and do my thing, they're like, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the same thing where like... It, I don't know. No, I just be me. And then they're like, that's a little intense. <laughs> like just, we're, we're just playing around at this. We're, we're all actually extroverts who love people. We're just pretending. We're just playing in the misanthrope space right, right now. Right, yeah. So when an actual misanthrope comes, they're like, Bleh. Way, that's not, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't really want that, yeah, actually. Yeah. Now that I'm looking right at it. <laughs> not a good look. <laughs> so what do you got for us? What good is a good guy? With a gun. Mm, not a lot. Yeah. Uh, talking about that shooting in uh, Florida. The Parkland shooting. Deputy Scott Peterson of the Broward County Sheriff's Office. Um, two skeptical chaps, chaps covered this briefly. Yeah. Um, Broward County. So they know. What did they say? They, they just weren't sure how it was uh, pronounced. Uh, mm. Uh, was armed and stationed on the school's campus when Nicholas Cruz opened fire with an AR-15 rifle, leaving 17 people dead and others wounded. He resigned Thursday. Uh, this would be last Thursday. Yeah. After video surveillance showed that he never entered the school, even though he clearly knew there was a shooting taking place. The, rev the revelation prompted widespread outrage, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. 
Um, if only our president had been there, because he would have ran in even without a weapon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Probably not. When a WSVN TV reporter tried to approach Peterson's Boynton, Boynton Beach, yes, Boynton, Boynton, yeah. Boynton Beach home for an interview Thursday, he said he uh, encountered a contingent of six police officers standing guard outside the guy's house. They prevented us from approaching the house. Uh, Frank Guzman, who works for the TV, tweeted. Um, Sheriff Scott Israel said that video showed Peterson arriving at the west side of the high school where the shooting took place. Peterson took up a position, but never went in. Peterson, according to the sheriff, was, absol was absolutely on campus through this entire event. The deputy was armed and in uniform during the shooting, but never entered the building despite clearly knowing a shooting was happening, Israel said. Mm-hmm. The sheriff said he believes Peterson remained outside of the building for roughly four minutes, which is an eternity for an AR-15. Oh, yeah. While the shooting- How many rounds can you pump out of that thing in four minutes? Oh, a shitload. A lot, a lot, a lot. The shooting in total lasted six yeah. minutes. So it was four of the six minutes of the entire shooting, at least. Wow. Israel said the officer never fired his weapon. Not a single shot. When asked about what law enforcement agencies- uh, when asked about what law enforcement agencies entered the building first and at what time, Israel said that it doesn't, it doesn't matter who went in first or what, in what order you went in or what order you went in. What matters is that when we in law enforcement arrive at an active shooter, we go in and address the target the, uh, and that's what should have been done. Peterson, according to Israel, should have gone in, address the killer and kill the killer. So here's my issue with this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have a social contract as a society, citizens and police officers. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we have, we have all kinds of hundreds, thousands of different social contracts with different groups. I mean, and I think fire and EMS are, are a different set of, of, um, contracts we have, you know, politicians, I mean, all over the place, but the contract we have with the, with the police is kind of unique and it's, it's that, um, they have pretty decent job security. They have a living wage, pretty good benefits. Um, depending on the state. Yeah. Depending, depending and depending on their positions and, city and here, yeah. you know, there are variables. Yeah. Um, but the big one is that. They're one of the only, I mean, very, very small group of, of people who have the right to act against a citizen's will if needed or if wanted or whatever. Mm -hmm. they're, given that, they're given that right. EMS, EMS has to get consent even to save a life. If you don't get the consent, I mean, there are, there are, rules, there are rules around it if, yeah. they're, if they're unconscious or whatever. But, but if a person denies uh, help, you can't. Just force them to, to, you know, you can't in force certain them to situations you can force them, but, but with the police, they can always do that, you know? And the reason why they they're granted that is for making arrests, you know, they're going to have to do stuff. People don't want them to do, mm -hmm. um, and to use force in, to protect other citizens or themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. And those are major rights and responsibilities that we afford the police in our communities I wouldn't say that, I wouldn't call them rights. I would call them privileges that we provide to them. Sure. As part of the contract. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. And, and, and they, they're also given, uh, f 
you know, pass on, on following laws, um, anywhere from speeding to murder we've seen. Hmm. Um, well, technically they're not supposed to speed. They should be getting in trouble for that. But, but it's not a, it's not a big issue that people take that take people have a big problem with if cops are speeding a little bit or if they don't blink properly or whatever. Uh, this is just this is just part of the contract, right? They only they, use one eye. And they're always winking at you. They're give they're they're <laughs> afforded all of this all of this stuff on on the basis that if something so so a large percentage of their job they have all of these privileges and don't have to. I mean, the arrest thing and all that they do have to use, but it's it's not that common that a situation like this Florida shooting comes up where they really get to earn their paycheck. Mm-hmm. So when that fucking situation happens, you goddamn better well get your ass inside that fucking school. Mm-hmm. You better fucking do it. That's what we're paying you for. That's what your privileges and your rights, your 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 ability to to. Do a uh, to do all of the other yeah, all things of this that other you're doing. stuff that that you get to enjoy for ninety percent of your job. That's all predicated on the idea that, that if when this shit happens, goes down, you'll you'll be, you'll in, be there. in there doing this. Yeah. You don't get to hide behind protocol. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but you're not the one whose life is priority now. Mm-hmm. I know all the police want to get to go home to their families. Of course they do, mm-hmm. and we want that too. But not when you're on duty and there's a shooter. The students lives come first Mm -hmm. that's what you're for yeah that's part of that's your job yep yeah that is absolutely part of the contract and it's why and and we see those types of social contracts failing all over the place it not only as far as it concerns police not responding and and not entering school shootings uh when there's an active shooter and they're on scene and they're waiting outside instead of going in to help protect students but we see that breaking down across the political spectrum, across all kinds of social yeah. contracts. Yeah. We see politicians breaking those those social contracts all the time. Mm-hmm. We we vote you into office to represent your constituents, to do the job that you are elected to do to maintain good governance. And that contract is being wiped out. It's why so many people were dis- were disillusioned. And why so many people voted for Donald Trump, because for years and years and decades now, we've seen politicians turn their back on the people who put them into office in order to benefit special interests and benefit their friends and benefit themselves. They're not maintaining that social contract. And when that happens, you see a breakdown in society as a whole. And it leads to revolution unless something changes. And I'm really hoping that with Trump in office and all of the fuckery that he's been able to lay down on the rest of us that a lot of people are waking up and realizing, oh, no, wait, I do need to be an active participant in this social contract that I've Mm -hmm. created with our elected officials that I need to work as an individual to elect the people that I want to represent me. I can't just sit back and let other people decide who's going to be elected in office and then has control over my life as a citizen of the United States. To where they get to do whatever the fuck they want, and then I I have no say in the matter because I didn't go out and actively participate in the process. Yeah, and at least in this case, the officer did do the right thing by resigning. He he failed his responsibility, and he should not get to continue to have those perks. Yeah, well, now, he, well, he on, was able to take early retirement. Okay, so, well then, never yeah. mind. So so he's still. But at one point, you said he shouldn't be able to hide behind protocols. Where he had actually in their area, 
went against the protocols because it was their protocol to enter the building. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. And I, I just, I was just saying that to pre, to sort of overcome any objections people might have like you had with well, about firefighters or EMS having to wait until the scene is safe before they enter. Well, not only that, but like, for, like but, some but places do like if you're by yourself, right, you right, don't right. go in. Yeah. But you but wait I, till a second officer arrives and then you. That's still very different, uh, at least with EMS and fire, though, because well, no, the, I'm, I'm the talking contract with, is different. With, with with cops in certain like every every area, every district has different rules. Yeah, and I don't. Laws I don't, about, I don't hey, buy it. What you do, what you I, do. I don't. I don't care. Well, I mean, in that position, but you, in that position, if that cop went in and got killed and said, "Hey, he defied orders. He doesn't get his fucking health benefits." Well, that's then that's just stupid. But but the fact is. He's been he's he's been getting all of the perks. He's been getting all of the privileges for all these years. And then when the rubber hits the road, he didn't do anything. Well, he didn't. And do how many kids died because he well, did nothing? He sat there and listened to those kids die. And the thing is, is even if he did enter the building, he's not going to go running right towards the gunfire because that's not how they're trained. Okay, then do whatever you're trained to do. Well, but yeah. The, but the fact is, you don't get to be a hero unless you're a hero. Well, he wasn't <laughs> trying to be a hero, obviously, and that guy did fuck up. Yeah, yeah. but but he's had a whole career of, of 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 getting to, you know, every every time he pulls someone over, it's yes, sir, no, sir, yes, sir. You get that kind or, of respect from the citizens. You're 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 ordered. I mean, basically, people, people are in a position where they're forced to be respectful to you, to be as kind as they possibly can. You're, you're, you're a guy in uniform. You, you got a badge. You got a, you've got all these perks. Or, and then when it comes down to it, you fucking didn't do it. Yeah, was you this, didn't or, earn or, it. Or, or, are fulfilling their end of the contract. Yeah, you well, didn't earn it. Yeah. What if this was Officer Dumbfuck, whose only job was to sit in the parking lot of the school to catch kids smoking weed? Because we had one of those in my high school. Well, that's generally just a resource officer. No, ours was a cop. School. We had a yeah. cop that his only job was to sit in the parking lot. Well, then your chief, then whoever is chief of that department probably needs to go if he's hiring officer dumbfuck to just sit in a parking lot and do nothing. Well, that was after that was the the response after uh well drug so, problems. So officer and after the, well after uh <laughs> drug problems. <laughs> and, and so officer and, dumbfuck <laughs> would have no responsibility if somebody was committing a heinous crime in front of him on school property. Well, then he's supposed to get out and do something. But okay. that's, well, right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this officer didn't do according to what their rules and regulations and how they're supposed to respond. He didn't he follow did, policy. He, that's why he, he was did suspended. not follow policy. I know. I know. That's yeah. why I'm wondering what this whole fucking rigmarole was that you were trying to undercut my entire point. I wasn't trying just to, under- to say the exact same thing I was saying <laughs> no, the whole I was, time. Well, I agreed with you right off the bat. You're attacking me. I said... <laughs> I said his policy said he was supposed yeah, well, to go. What about this? And what about that? And what about the, no, I mean, it just it it doesn't. I mean, it's what aboutism, Ryan. It doesn't well, it's matter. Not about, it's not what aboutism, but I'm, uh, you're saying guess, it, oh, if he was, it, but all none of that stuff matters to me. I don't care what their protocols were. I mean, I know in this case he did violate protocol, yeah. but you know that's why you said even if he, he had I was just going after when he said he shouldn't have been hiding behind protocols when he wasn't hiding behind protocols because he didn't actually do what their protocol said. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't even follow the protocols that he was supposed to follow. So it wasn't that he was hiding behind them. He didn't follow them at all anyway. That's where I was going with it. Yeah. I was really just saying that just in case anyone was like, well, what if he, you know, what if he's not supposed to go in or what if, you know, whatever. Which is where which the, they actually said he was supposed to go in. Yeah. And, and none of that matters anyway. Even if he wasn't supposed to, then, then he's just a fucking coward. Well. Who's going to sit there while they hear kids being murdered in a high school where he works he knows these kids 
He sees him every day. Uh, who the fuck was it who was like, oh, you... That was Trump. Was it Trump saying, oh, Trump. you need somebody who cares about the kids, who loves the kids? I'm like... That, that's that's who this fucking guy was. He what? was there every fucking day. Well, he said day. that the teachers love the kids. I, I'm like, I guarantee there's a bunch of teachers that'd be like, kill that kid first. <laughs> yeah. You want me to do it for you? Yeah, no kidding. How many of, the, how many of your teachers in high school fucking hated like, you? Oh, yeah. Billy in the corner, yeah. he gets the first bullet. Yeah. Yeah, or hated some other kid in the classroom. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no. That guy's out in the, that that kid's out in the hall. That's fine. We can leave him out there. I'm gonna lock the door. We'll we'll all go hide in the closet. But uh, so good guy with a gun. We had it. Yeah, we had it. Yeah. We had a good guy who'd been there for quite a while. Who's trained. Who's armed. Who's at the scene before the shooter's even there. Mm-hmm. Right? Or did? Or was he called in? I don't know. For no, sure. no. That's why I said that's because he was apparently the. Like, they said like he was. The cop that would drive around the schools. Like the school resource oh, okay. officer yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. All right, Pretty so much. That, that's what his so job was, was to drive around the schools. Or near there, whatever. And, uh, Which is why I said he might not have been a street cop. He might have just been the, the cop that drives Officer around the Dumbfuck. schools. <laughs> Officer Dumbfuck. that just drives around the schools like, we don't trust you to give it any more fucking speeding tickets. You're Officer Dumbfuck. Keep your, your bullet in your pocket there, your, Bernie. Your job's over <laughs> here at the schools where nothing ever happens. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, they had the ideal good guy with a gun scenario set up. Well, now it's a miserable failure. Now they're going to arm their teachers. Well, Florida had the opportunity to change the laws surrounding who they sell assault-style weapons to, and instead of doing that, they're like, "Nah, we're going to arm Mrs. Smith, our our sixty-five-year-old English teacher." Who fucking hates all of her students yeah. and has for decades? Wait, has that, wanted they to really retire. are going to do that? Oh yeah, yeah, they really are doing that. Yeah, they voted fucking, to yeah, arm teachers it. in Florida schools. <sighs> they they did not do anything to address the age at which somebody can purchase an assault weapon or handling assault weapons at all. Instead, they're just going. They voted to arm teachers to allow teachers well, so, to take arms to school. So with we them. so we went from. The only thing that'll stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And then when that didn't work, they're like, well, that's because we didn't have enough good guys with guns. So now it's the only yeah. thing that'll stop a bad guy with a gun is a lot of good guys with a gun. Uh-huh. Well, here, in, in a couple of weeks, Matt, I'll be able to tell you, uh, give you a better idea how cops react to active shooters because I'm going to get- I, I don't care about that. To, to be a fake active shooter. Oh, I'm going to go shoot some cops. Oh, I see what you're saying. In a training scenario with paint rounds. Don't tell Alex Jones. False flag. But last year when they did this... Crisis actors. Yeah. How'd I do it keeping my chill? <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> your, your chill was not very chill. No. But, but last year when the cops did this, they proved that if something happens on base, I'm running from the cops. You're running from the cops? Yeah. What? I don't want to get shot for being a bystander. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They shot a couple bystanders last oh, year. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? <laughs> yeah. They shot the fucking proctor of the exam. <laughs> <laughs> the guy wearing a big vest that says inspector on it. They fucking shot him. <laughs> He's oh, a collaborator. <laughs> well, so so that right there. So how many teachers are going to get killed now when there's shooters at schools? I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cops show up. And shoot the wrong person. Yeah, cops show up. All they know is that there's somebody on scene with a gun who's shooting people. They walk into a school and they see five teachers with weapons. Yeah. Who are they going to fucking shoot? They don't know who the teachers are. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's no fucking way. And it doesn't even help if they wear a big old vest that says teacher on it. You'll even still get shot. If, dude, even <clears throat> if I were like NRA dick-sucking fuckwad 
who wanted to carry my gun everywhere <laughs> and I was a teacher, there's no fucking way that I would do it because if something went down at the school and I had a gun and I was supposed to protect the children, not going to fucking happen because the police are going to come in and kill me. <laughs> well, here's, here's the problem with what you just said is you're still, you can't, you can't, you can't both be an NRA dick sucking fuckwad and <laughs> still be that reasonable. Yeah. True. So, so yeah. you're, you're applying your own brain to NRA dick sucking fuckwad, which is <laughs> total impossibility. <laughs> well, remember that teacher, I think it was last year or the year before that shot herself in the fucking bathroom. You'd have to go full Dan. Dynasty. Yeah. It was like, two or three yeah years, maybe four years yeah ago. she like yeah. was going to the bathroom and i don't know she had like a underneath her dress or pan i don't know how, what she was wearing <laughs> yeah, but yeah. she went to go fucking pull her pants up or put her dress back down and fucking shot herself well she didn't shoot herself she shot the toilet and oh, okay shrapnel, yeah but still from the toilet <laughs> hit her injured her <laughs> and so i actually posted that story to my facebook timeline and and a bunch of my a bunch of my you know wannabe gun-toting everywhere friends were like well that's stupid this story is from so however far long ago and i'm like yeah, it still it happened matter. it's yeah. relevant because we're talking about arming people like this fucking yeah. dipshit yeah. Yeah. who dropped her gun in the fucking bathroom shot the toilet and ended up injuring herself with porcelain from the toilet flying back at her or there there was the good guy with a gun uh about four years back that shot the wrong guy and oh, killed yeah? him oh yeah. yeah the guy that was being carjacked Guy yeah, was being yeah. carjacked, and the guy who owned the car was reaching through the driver's side door window, trying to get the carjacker to stop and get out of his car. Mm-hmm. A bystander came by, capped him in the back of the head. Oh Jesus! Because he thought that he, he, thought he, he was, was trying, he was to, trying to steal the car. Yeah, yep. fucking heroes, man. Or the the lady in the the Home Depot parking lot who lost her concealed weapons permit and got I, th- I don't know if she got any jail time yeah, for well, it. Who was trying to shoot at a fucking car driving out of the parking lot because they had stole a TV? Yeah, yeah. Well, just imagine, just imagine the level of chaos that you have going on during a school shooting where everybody's looking for a shooter or potentially mm-hmm. more yeah. than one shooter. If it's in the case yeah. of like something with Columbine. And then you have police and everybody else arrive on scene. They don't know who the fuck are yeah. the good guys and who are the bad guys. You're not going to have a good guy vest nope. that you wear, right? That they don't know who the fuck are the good guys or the bad guys. They're going to shoot at anybody who has a yeah, fucking who has gun. A gun. That's why I've honestly said, if I was ever in a situation where I had a firearm on me or near me and there was an active shooter, I am not. I'm going to fucking hide. Yeah, because I don't want to get shot by another fucking dickhead who pulls his gun out looking for the active shooter and then shoots your ass. And you don't want to end up shooting some Somebody other dickhead. who's walking around with a gun. Because <laughs> I don't know which one was doing the fucking shooting. I didn't yeah. see it unless someone points a gun in my fucking face. Yeah. I don't know who's doing the shooting. And, and you're much more likely to have a gun pointed at your, your face, face if, if you, you have, have a, a gun. fucking gun. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking stupid. Sorry for the tone I used with you, Ryan. I am. Because <laughs> I was agreeing with you. Well, but. sort of. You made it well, a lot harder. Of. But well, but I was I was trying to do a roundabout point. I still it. could have been more patient, though. This is Shalise Blythe with the Satanic Temple and the National Director of the After School Satan Club. For more information on how you can start a club in your area, visit afterschoolsatan.com. You are listening to the Godless Revolution. Hey, hey, why do I feel hot? That oil you put on me, did that have weed in it? <laughs> yeah, of course it did. Otherwise, it wouldn't be healing weed oil. You, you got me high. Well, you got you high. You, you let me rub it on you, man, but it's okay. It's just topical. It's not supposed to soak into your bloodstream, I don't think, through your forehead. That's, a, that's possible. Is that possible? 
I don't know, actually. I've never used it without already being high. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! All right, Matt the News Hound, what you got for us this week? News Hound? News <laughs> Hound! Oh! <laughs> oh, man, are we a r- morning radio show now? <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make some fart noises and... Hunks and stuff. <laughs> Horns. Yeah. I don't, I don't do a hard noise. Hmm. Las Vegas. The president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints weighed in on the national gun control debate last weekend during remarks to youth in Las Vegas. Mm. Youths. A video posted on YouTube shows a portion of President Russell M. Nelson's remarks on February 17, in which he says that God gave humanity free agency, and that free agency has been used to pass laws that let people who should not have guns obtain them. Wait. Nelson says, in part, quote, I know your hearts are heavy, as is mine, as we contemplate those ruthless killings in Florida this last week. I think of Elena Petty. That's four- pretty petty. 14-year-old Latter-day Saint, her life snuffed out by that sniper's bullet. Because she's the only one that matters, really. You and others, uh, you and others to say, how could God allow the, uh, things like that to happen? Well, God allows us to have our agency and men have passed laws that allow guns to go to people who shouldn't have them. So questions I had while reading this only thinking of the LDS girl. Yeah. Yeah. Presumption of free agency. Mm-hmm. And, uh, men have passed laws that an all powerful God doesn't agree with. Uh. <laughs> Why didn't he stop them? And who, and, and who are the people who shouldn't have guns? And was she shot at Kent state? I don't know. I mean, if all of these Sniper. thoughts and prayers are going out, clearly God had the option of doing something and chose to do nothing. Right. So let's take these questions to the LDS spokes, spokesman for clarification. The quote speaks for itself. That just speaks for itself. No. Oh, okay. is that what they Okay, sp- great. Yep, oh. that's it. It's the end of the story. Oh. oh. He doesn't answer anything. He's just like, nope. That- what the fuck are you for? Uh, you're, sounds- you're there to, to answer questions about that. He, he has this whole thing, and it's like, oh, it speaks for itself. Oh, fuck. I'm going on break. <laughs> well, he is in Sin City. <laughs> Time to go get a coffee. Oh, no, I can't have coffee. Time uh, for a hooker. Time to go drink some Sprite. Mm-hmm. Have some Jello, yeah, with vodka in it. I'll take a virgin, Shirley Temple. <laughs> That's when they just hand you a young virgin. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I'll... He's in Vegas. Yeah, where they don't have virgins. <laughs> No, but what if was he, he ordered one. In Vegas, anyway. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm like, why was he in Sin City? City? A youth conference or something? I think. Let's see what for the church in Sin City. Well, the church does used to own a lot of property down there. I don't know if they still do or oh, not. I guarantee oh, yeah. they still do. Yeah. Well, I guess I always, I always, well, I was always under the understanding that when it was back in the uh, like the mafia days, down <laughs> are you there, writing a rap or something? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that the LDS church had a lot of money down there with the the mobsters and stuff in Vegas and the casinos and the hotels oh, yeah. and well they're very opportunistic so yes. whenever they see somewhere the, that's they can make that's money a boom they're like Even oh we're going to buy property out there cuz uh, people are going to want to buy it yeah yeah yep that's true should we jump into this one yes jump in uh this comes from uh the religious news service 
the flun- flunking sainthood RNS Sounds like a casino. <laughs> it did, didn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, so this one's a little bit older, but Dan assures me it's still relevant. Sure it is. On Wednesday, February 7, White House aide Rob Porter resigned from his job as staff secretary because a story broke that his two ex-wives had both accused him of abuse. Huh, but he's a good Mormon man. Hmm. Despite that, this administration kept him in power. Mm. Um, apparently, after an investigation in early 2017, the FBI did not grant Porter a full security clearance, and he's been operating all this time on an interim clearance. Which, is Which kind of means bullshit. that at least somebody in the FBI, somewhere along the line, actually believed the women, which is more than can be said for the White House itself. Many of the people involved are or were Mormon, Porter, both of his ex-wives, and also Senator Orrin Hatch, uh, Republican from Utah, Porter's former employer, who on Tuesday denounced the accusers as politically motivated, morally bankrupt character assassins. Oh, oh my God. That's a whole lot of fucking projection right there. That would attempt to sully a, go- a man's good name. Uh. On top of that, both women seem to have gone to their LDS bishops about the abuse when it was happening, and both had their abuse minimized or dismissed. Just for clarification, bishops are the congregation leaders uh, of the local wards or branches. Yeah, who have absolutely no training whatsoever, None whatsoever. For, for any of that. Or empathy in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, one article descri- describes the experiences of Colby Holderness, uh, Porter's first wife. One summer when she was interning at a federal agency, she had access to a counselor through her job. Quote, when I explained to him what was happening, he had a very different reaction from my Mormon bishops, she said. It was weirdly validating to hear that from somebody else. Speaking about the counselor, she said, he was very concerned to hear Rob was choking me. Yeah, I'd be concerned too. (laughs) That can usually, like, kill you. That last statement seems to suggest that her Mormon bishop also heard at some point that Holderness was being choked by her husband, and the bishop was not concerned about it. Uh, these bishops. What did she do to make him so angry? Right. These bishops, uh, by the way, are men believed to be chosen by God Himself for these positions, and who were so raised in an in a religion that teaches them from the time that they know what the religion is at all. That they are the head of the household. They're the decision maker. They're the patriarch. They're Mm -hmm. the one who has to have their wife submit to them. And they are the ones who are going to lead their Mm -hmm. family into the celestial kingdom and eventually become gods. Yep. Uh, So again, it says the bishops were not concerned that Porter was choking his wife, uh, which couldn't couldn't possibly have anything to do with Porter's substantial tithes or his political power, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Hmm. I mean, what would any of that matter to God and his servants? Or a church who loves trotting out the fact that they have people in legislatures, both at state and federal levels, who work to continue the good work of of the LDS church. Yeah, just like in those Mormon leaked videos. Right, right. That's what I had in mind when I was doing that. Porter's second wife, Jennifer Willoughby, gave a long and interesting interview Thursday evening on CNN's Anderson Cooper 360. Uh, Here is the relevant portion about Mormonism. Uh, Cooper, one of the things the bishop had sort of suggested to you or mentioned to you is, do you want to file this temporary protection order because of the impact it might have on your husband's career? 
fuck his career. Willoughby, yeah. Cooper, how did you feel when that was brought up? Willoughby, I was taken aback. It seemed not the priority in the situation that I was discussing. I hold no ill will toward that bishop. I think he was making the decision making the decision the best that he could for the information he had. Best for who? Oh, right, the church. Mm-hmm, yeah. Right. But That's ul- all that matters, really. But, yeah. But ultimately, I think it shows some of the nuances of what someone goes through when they're in an abusive relationship, that because I was unable to clearly articulate the fear that I had, and to clearly articulate even some of the more extreme forms of emotional or verbal abuse that I was experiencing, he really didn't understand the severity of the situation, and I wasn't able to make that as a recommendation. So now she's victimized again. Mm-hmm. This time it's her fault for not stating it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. For not being able to communicate it clearly enough with her ecclesiastical leader. Right. Or, I mean, or sh- so she's made to think that because the bishop is not going to accept her account. Right. So now she's left thinking, well, obviously it's not that, that he doesn't care about the abuse because who, who would do that? It's that I must not have said it right because if I explained it the way it was, then he would clearly, he would, nope. Fuck you, man. Um, Willoughby did seem to suggest, though, that the Mormon bishop's counsel, along with the police officers, uh, helped helped her to ultimately make the decision to file the temporary restraining order against Porter. So maybe it was not entirely one-sided, and the bishop eventually was more of a help than a hindrance. Mm-hmm. You know, reluctantly, and only after the police were involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those, those are the best kinds of allies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The glaring issue is that Mormon women who are abused are not always likely to be believed. Not just Mormon women. Women. Yeah. Yeah, women in general, for sure. Not always likely to be believed. And that bishops are untrained in how to deal with abuse, both of which make women less likely to come forward at all. Specifically, when Willoughby said that she was not always able to clarify, uh, clearly articulate her fear, that's actually really common in situations of domestic violence where people who are abused may minimize their own situation or have difficulty initiating conversations about it. That's why police officers, pastors, teachers, and other leaders get trained in precisely this, so they know the kinds of specific questions that must be asked, sometimes repeatedly, to get to uh, the truth. In Mormonism, the system of lay leadership means that a bishop who is an accountant or perhaps a veterinarian can be called out uh, can be called out of the blue to be in charge of the spiritual, mental, and even relationship struggles, as well as administration affairs, of, the, of a con- congregation of several hundred people. He serves for five years and does so without training or pay and often far too little life experience, encountering situations he's never dealt with before, seeing people at their best and at their worst, making judgment calls. Seems pretty unfair for a god or the LDS church leadership or even a congregation to expect them to be experts in all these things, especially counseling and domestic violence, when they have al- almost no training. Uh, the LDS Church, side note, does not provide anything like appropriate training resources or options for what must be thousands of such cases. There's not even any online courses that these guys can go to. <laughs> like, it's just, you're on your own. If you've got questions, you know, send them to us and we'll do our best to work them out for you. Yeah, they are at best negligent and irresponsible. They don't mm-hmm. even YouTube? Nothing. They have a handbook. <laughs> they have a handbook that they can refer to for, you uh, should sit individual children down in your locked office and ask yeah. them very personal questions about their sexual mm-hmm. habits. If it's a woman, send her away. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the author. Recently, I was discussing this reality with two friends about my age 
who are currently serving as bishops. One was telling me about some wonderful training videos the church has put together recently for bishops to help people deal with a variety of challenging situations. A real step forward, he said. Then the other one looked at him and said, what training videos? So that's part of the problem. What training bishops do receive is on the job while they're already serving, not in advance as preparation for this huge calling, and it's scattershot. Then there's the other part of the problem, which is that uh, this is a thoroughly patriarchal system that makes it really tough for women to come forward and to be believed as the, as the default response. Therapist Julie D. Acevedo Hanks referred to this in remarks in the Salt Lake Tribune, saying that the lay system of LDS Church uh, creates situations in which men work side by side with men and might therefore be more likely to know and believe them rather than their partners, particularly when the men seem outwardly devout and caring. And, ab and abusers can put on a really good show, as Porter's case seems to demonstrate. Uh, the LDS Church needs to do better, not only with training bishops, but also teaching them that the vast majority of allegations of domestic abuse and sexual assault turn out to be true. True as in the false reports are in the single digits. Hmm. Right. Because they're what the social consequences that women pay for for reporting any of this, even if it's true, are so horrific yeah. that a lot of the abuse goes unreported. Yep. So bottom line, women, leave your fucking churches. Mm-hmm. If if you if you want. Yeah, when 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 I was a kid and my parents were going through a particularly rough patch of their marriage before they got divorced, my dad was really fucking abusive. He was mentally abusive to my mom. He was physically abusive to my mom. He was mentally and physically abusive to me and my sister. I mean, I, I can remember him dumping food on my mom's head that he didn't like, uh, taking a hammer to the dining room table punching holes in the dining room table with a hammer, kicking in walls. He caved in the front of our dishwasher because he was pissed off and just kicked at it repeatedly. He held a twenty-two. He, he the, the twenty-two pistol that my sister ended up shooting herself oh, with, shit. I remember my father going into the backyard and wanting to kill our dog because the dog had chewed up uh, uh, cushions for exterior patio furniture and the dog was left outside all day and bored and yeah. chewed up these cushions and my dad was going to go out and shoot the fucking dog. And my mom went to our bishop who lived right next door to us with, with a, you know, this laundry list of complaints about the things that my father had been doing. And the bishop told her that it was Satan trying to separate our family and that she uh. needed to be more submissive to my father. And my mom was like, I'm out. Fuck you. I'm no longer a Mormon. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm leaving him. I'm leaving the church. Fucking suck my dick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My, my dad has been a prick for the vast majority of my life. I'm old enough now that I can just tell him, hey, you're a fucking, fucking prick. prick. <laughs> and we can move on from that for the most part. I can be around him and visit him and whatever. But yeah, he was... He's a shitty fucking human being that most of my family doesn't know. Like, I can remember when they were going through the whole divorce thing and we bounced back and forth from parent to parent. He was really manipulative. You know, my mom, like, secreted us away from the house one day. Like, she just packed her shit and our shit into her tiny little Toyota two by four truck. You know, the little Toyota trucks. Yeah. Uh, packed as much as you possibly could in there, and we went in hiding to her friend's house for like three weeks. And 
it was a whole bad deal. And it was because my dad was raised in a faith that taught him to be the head of the household and that whatever he said went. And if anybody disagreed, then they were acting badly and he should do whatever he can to bring them back in line. And the thing is, there's no nuance there either. No. It's, it's just, it's just plain having a dick, mm-hmm. right? If you're a shitty, immature, petulant piece of shit, dude, you know, like me, then you still get to be, you still get to run the house no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter how, how awesome and positive and, and God has responsible you, and, 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 and faithful your wife might be like mine. I'm still in charge. Yeah. I mean, I'm, has, I'm not. God has I seated you at the head of the family and that's where you are to take the reins and control for everything and whatever you say goes and that's it. I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters. That would be Michelle Short, Christy Kalbach, Camille Borowski, Numania, Alan Firth, Larry Wilson, Dr. Dan Matt's Boston, the 2SE podcast, to whom we pledge loyalty, Janet Uter, Let Them Eat Kofefe, Stephen Andrews, Marius Kotbuchakowski, Rob Otto, Vanessa Lowe, Utah Outcasts, Tim Jacobson, Matt Tuller, Megan Kennedy, Andrew Vodapich, Brandy Hamrick, Jeremy Goodson, Angelica Pearson, Wesley Aaron, The Purple Dragon, and Taylor Grin. Thank you all very much. Yes. We really, really appreciate it. If you would like to become a Patreon supporter, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash godlessrevolution, where you can pledge as little as $1 per episode to hear bonus episode stuff and extended episodes and extended outtakes, all kinds of fancy fun stuff.
fucking religion poisons everything, man. Everything. So. Is there anything that it doesn't get its fucking no. twisted fucking tentacles into and say, you need to, you need to do it this way? <laughs> I do remember one night, though, we're doing a military exercise and it's cold as fuck out. Yeah. Like, we've got all of our chem gear on, we've got all of our fucking firefighting gear on, and we're still just sitting in the fucking snow shivering, and someone brought their laptop, and they decided to play porn on it. So, <laughs> here's about six firefighters. Everybody heats up instantly. Yeah. we Our, our trucks are kind of like in a little bit of a V formation, and we're all huddled between the trucks to block the wind and stuff, so uh-huh. the trucks are on both sides, and there's porn playing on the fucking computer, and around the back of the truck, we hear, hey, guys, and it's the fucking chaplain. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's like, wow, you got your tents up so fast. Okay. <laughs> that guy hit pause on the fucking thing so quick. There's a whole documentary on the Scottish people trying to block the golf course from oh, being really? put in. Fucking Trump and how you get you to do? Like it, it and it takes place before oi, the golf oi, course. Oi, oi, oi. Go on right here, wrap that you do yes.